Welcome back to episode 10 of That Gym Couple Podcast. Hosted by Lucy. No, that's, that's not how it Oh, we've messed it up now. So, like, it's very slow. Let's just get into it. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to episode 10 of That Gym Couple Podcast. Uh, let's go again because we're not too yeah. fast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of That Gym Couple Podcast. Hosted by Cal and Lucy. Good job. Episode 10. Can you believe that? No, that's quite crazy, to be fair. I wouldn't have thought... I, not that I don't have faith in us to be able to do things, but I, I'm surprised a little bit that we've carried on this far. Yeah, and there has been times, like two minutes ago, when I really could have done this, with not recording tonight. Lucy's having a, having a mare today, aren't you? I'm just, ti- I'm just tired. She, like She lost it because she forgot to buy eggs earlier. Go on, dig me out in front of everyone. That's fine. Yeah. All I look... Okay, not all I look forward to, but <laughs> I really look forward to my breakfast. At the moment, I've got back into avocados. Nice. I haven't eaten avocados for so long, and now I'm having a bagel with avocado and eggs. Yeah. And I've forgotten my eggs. And I had no oat milk for my coffee, but you've brought some round. Yeah. But I'm just very, very Savior. busy, very long days. And it's like, I love doing this, but sometimes... My head's not. Yeah, you know, my it's, head it's, it's difficult. And like, if it's been a long day, it's very hard and to. And the day's not over yet. I've still got a lot of client of work to do. So it's, it's just, just difficult when when we want to settle down and do nothing in the evening. And you're like, oh, crap, I've actually. Not that we don't love it, but like, yeah, I need like, to sit here for an hour at least to, to record this. And um, even if it's only 45 minutes, it takes us 20 minutes to set up. So. And you've got to post on social media. I've got to finish work and not complaining. It's the dream job. Yeah. It's just January. I forgot how busy January yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I understand. That. And it's funny that that comes after obviously Christmas when you've actually had a bit of time to chill out. Yeah. But anyway, how are you? I'm good. What about me? I'm a bit sore. We, uh, we had both had a massage on Saturday and, and I'm still feeling a little bit. you call it a massage. I think we just got beaten up. Just BDSM. Oh, crikey. <laughs> Don't no, know what happened in your session yeah no it was um yeah do you know what? it was well it was definitely needed and i felt it in my session today i actually had a really good session like everything was felt the right muscles. everything was going well yeah yeah and some of the muscles just weren't working the way that they were supposed to so it was good to um just sort of have a bit of a reset and feel like i am a human being again yeah, well, we push our bodies hard, don't we, in our training? So recovery is really important, and we often neglect that. Yeah, like obviously we take our rest days, but a massage is a luxury, really. Like it's not cheap. No. But when you push your body like we do as much as we do, it is really needed. And unfortunately, I'm probably going to need another one now because I know <laughs> honestly, a few days back of training, pure agony. I've uh, yeah. It was a sports massage, and when we say sports massage, like oh, I had like full on elbow in. You had what was it? Hamstring. The oh, I had I had scrape, dry needlings, dry oh, needling, God, don't talk scraping. To me about the that was awful. Um, yeah, it was just a very. I just I left feeling very abused. Yeah, me too. But it wasn't one of them where you're like, oh, that was so relaxing. Yeah. It was like, oh God. Anyway, he's great. So yeah, and no, we feel good now. Shout out to Alistair. Thank you. It yeah. was well needed. I saw him yesterday, actually. He was like, how are you feeling? I was like, not good. I, I feel a bit broken. But they do say like it's normally worse before it's better. Yeah, of course, of course. But he's great because he's an osteopath. So you get the cracks, you get acupuncture, oh. deep tissue. When I tell you, like everything. one of the first things he did was like crack my neck. Oh, so and good, I, I was. It? it was scary like there was some decent cracks in that like mm. there were some decent cracks mm. and um they did it again at the end just in a different way and it was i had acupuncture but my back just my muscles were so tight they just completely spasmed when the needles went in they they couldn't relax because they were so tight so we literally had to take the needles straight back out again it's horrendous yeah it just shows isn't it how how bad just it is how dense your back is yeah literally but anyway should we dive straight in yeah, so I thought we'd change this week and, and start it off on a little game. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to sort of... Spice cha- it up. Change the format. Mm. Why not? Why not? 
So this is... We also, we actually, we did say at the end of last week, like we really enjoyed last week's episode. Hopefully you guys did too, but it was quite serious. Yeah, it was quite serious. We want to have a bit more fun. Yeah, like when we first started this, we were laughing a lot more. Yeah. I think we went, we went into a deep dive. We like, of yeah, straight in. This fitness. is the hard truths. Yeah, which was good, but we're going to have a bit more fun this episode. Yeah. So um, it's, this is a viral sort of trend i guess viral game people mm-hmm. are playing it's called blind ranks or blind ranking okay. so you, i'll give you a category and then i'll give you five subjects i get or five areas within that category mm-hmm. and you have to blind rank them on where you but i don't know all of them between one and five but you don't know what's coming next so i don't so get i'll give you one list. no you don't get the whole list i'll all give right. you one and then you have to place it on a rank between one and five, not knowing what the next one is. Okay. Okay. Is so, it fitness related? Um, there's going to be... I'm going to do two rounds with you. Okay. I think, to be honest, after the first round, you could probably come up with your own round for me if you wanted to do it with me. Yeah, okay. And then and then I've got one, another one for you. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Okay, so the first one is gym exercises. Okay. Well, that's the category. That's the category. Okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give you five gym exercises and you've got to rank them from one to five, one being the best, five being the worst. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. not knowing what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Start straight forward, bicep curls. Oh, God, so hard. Um, three. Nice, straight in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. it's a smart choice to go in the middle. Back squat. For me, personally, I don't do them. So that would be a five for me. Five? Yeah, I hate them. Straight up on the... Fu- oh, there's some... <laughs> okay. Don't come for me. Press up. Mm. Four. Four? Yeah. I'm not doing a press up. Okay, so you've got... One and two left. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Bulgarian split squat. My quad just twitched. <laughs> oh, it's going to have to be two. That can't be one. Two. Two, because although vile, great exercise. You don't know what one is. No, I'm just saying. The final exercise is a burpee. Burpees number Did one. Did you just make that up? No. So your so your oh exercise no. list, your Lucy's exercise blind rank is burpee, Bulgarian split squat, press up, then no, bul- burpee, Bulgarian split squat, bicep curls, press ups, back squat. Okay, I stand by all of them. But obviously, I didn't know you were coming in with the burpee. That's the I whole point. You've got to be prepared for these things, one. you know. Oh. Do you think you could come up with a category? Can I do food? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I've got, I've got a blind rank food. You guys know that we're foodies. Mm. Okay. First one. Sushi. Oh. Um, I love sushi. We have a sushi like lunch pretty much once a week when we go food shopping. Yeah. Sushi Sundays. But that sushi isn't that great. Think about no, like, the best not. sushi. Like Portugal sushi. Yeah, but I don't want to come in. Three, because sometimes sushi can be a little bit off. Mm. Yeah, fair. Okay, so three. I You're this. salivating, I can see. <sighs> She's thinking about it. Um, Nando's. Nando, oh. Four, you can do better than Nando's. Okay. I like a Nando's, but you can do better. Okay, fair. Um, Italian food. Just Italian food in general? Yeah. No, pasta. Pasta. Like your favourite pasta dish? One. One? Yeah. Okay. Pizza? Two. Burger? Five. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm you're actually, okay with burger being five we have yeah, burgers all the time no i know but i'm I'm okay with that just purely because i think pasta and pizza 
trump everything. You must you must admit you would have put pizza as number one if you knew that was coming. No, I Surely. think I, actually I think I probably would. I'm I'm okay with mine. I'm okay with mine how fair, it is. Fair. I mean, I had to think of them on the spot. So no, that was good. It wasn't like I was coming in with like coming in hot. Yeah. Okay, right. Your next category is me. So you have to blind rank things about me without knowing what's coming next. Okay. Okay. Can they all be five? Joke. Out of five. Ten out of ten. No. Okay. Um, Is this too high? No, you're fine. Okay, first one is my smile. Oh. oh that's tricky. Hmm, that's so hard. Come Two. On. Two. Oh, I'll take that. Two. I'll take that. Okay. My chat, my riz. One. Really? Yeah. That's one. <laughs> Yeah, you got good chat. It's awful chat. What? I've got awful chat. I'm sorry, I could not be with someone if they didn't have good chat. No, my and chat. And you make is me laugh. Awful. Why are you outing yourself okay, with okay. having awful chat? Okay. Well, my sense of humour. No, that comes under chat. No, no, it doesn't. Wait, what do you classify? Class, classify. Like, class- classi- <laughs> classify. Classify as chat. Do you mean like your chat up lines? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Scratch like my riz. Scratch, you know, scratch, my riz. scratch. No, I thought you meant. <laughs> <laughs> reverse i thought you meant chat as in like sense of humor like... no 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 okay can i i have to be able to change chat is gonna have to come four okay sense of humor one okay sorry go next one my singing i love singing i'm a proper car singer aren't i yeah i do love your singing but i'm gonna go five because I feel like something good's coming for one. Five? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's either one or five, and I've got to save five. one. Five? I've got to save I'm a great one. singer. Yeah, you're all right. No, you are all good. All right. <laughs> this is shocking. Right, come on. What's the next one? I'm hurt. What's the next one? I would... Oh. So you would prefer... Go on, say the next one. My toes. <laughs> Five. No, oh, you can't. Awful. You can't. Your yeah. toes give me the ick. My toes are what, three? Uh, or two or men's something? Men's feet, vile. Where have you put them? Two or three? Sorry, I thought you might actually say your face or your look. No, or no, your no. Or your hair no. or your fashion. Like No. Right, I've well. I've only got five categories. I messed that up. Yeah, you, well. Right, it's my turn now. Okay, go on. Hmm. I haven't thought about this. Um... My eyes. Hmm. Two. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, they're just brown. They're nothing special, but thanks. I like me a brown-eyed girl. Oh. Okay, that's number two. My fashion. So, I know you'd rate this very highly. And it's not that I... I don't think it's good. I just know there's better things to come. Is there? Yeah, sure. Um, Careful. Four. <laughs> okay, so eyes, fashion. I mean, you're dressed the same as me, so I can't, I can't really go. No, but much. like normal clothes. Yeah, four. Yeah. Um, my work ethic. What did I do for eyes? Two. Um, three. Oh, I, f- I fucked up. I've got one and five left. I need to think this through. It's like a game. You got to think of two. You got to think of two now. You can't just think of one and then be like, oh, "I'm gonna get him on the next one." I'm trying to think. Um, can't say anything rude because your mum listens. <laughs> <laughs> My laugh. Your laugh. Oh. One. You love my laugh. I love don't your you? laugh. My laugh is horrendous, but you love it. Yeah. Yeah, one. Okay. What's five? I don't know. Um Nothing. Nothing's five, 
It's all fours and up. Well, you have to rate it five regardless now. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Go all on. right, I'll give you an easy one then. My fake tan addiction. Yeah, that toilet that's, that's, I don't know Your why toilet I seat would give that a five as well, to be honest. I just, yeah, I don't know why I did that. Just that was an easy one. Yeah. Obviously, you'd rate that five. Yeah. That was good, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just something, something to have a little bit of fun. Something to mull over. So, this week, um, we are talking about reverse dieting, bulking, basically the opposite of what we spoke about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, not only sort of how how it works, how we manage it for ourselves and for our clients, but also what it encompasses in terms of how your body changes, how you feel mentally about things and, and all what that jazz. Expect, I guess, what to expect, yeah. Wanting to go down that route. Yeah, because there are a lot of people who are not cutting through January. You're not cutting. Um, traditionally, people typically would start start the year with some sort of diet phase and cutting and, and you know, trying to lose fat as much as they can. Mm um but yeah not everyone does so yeah and as you said before as well it's like actually that might come later so it's good to be aware of it because a lot of just for example my clients and people that I work with they'll get to their fat loss goal which is fantastic but then they're like cool done now I'll just carry on on my own and that's great but you don't want to carry on in a fat loss phase for the rest of the year into yeah. another year that's when you start to lose your progress because you think well I've got to stay in a calorie deficit to maintain my progress when actually you don't the reverse diet is literally the reverse of the diet yeah you gradually well we'll go into it in a second but you don't just come out of the calorie deficit and you also don't just carry on the calorie deficit forever yeah. so there has to be something afterwards yeah so I think that we should probably start by like explaining what it is um, and the purpose of it so a bulk or reverse diet i mean to be honest i probably class them as slightly different things um a reverse diet potentially will be straight out of a of a diet phase um and then a bulk for me is probably possibly something i guess i guess maybe it's the connotations that's associated it with it they kind of mean thing. the same thing but yeah. you you tend to use reverse diet more in your vocabulary and i think that's probably because of your clientele mm-hmm. it is um a bulk doesn't sound too appealing to most women, I guess. What have we said so many times? Women say, I don't want to get bulky. Yeah, if you yeah, then yeah, say, yeah. we're going into a bulk, they're instantly yeah. like, oh my gosh, no. So a bulk of reverse diet is a a phase of gaining weight. Um, most commonly, it's it's associated with gaining muscle or lean muscle mass. And that's the kind of end goal you are in a calorie surplus as opposed to a calorie deficit when you are um, cutting or in a diet phase. And the idea is that you gain lean muscle um, through training and uh, your diet and nutrition. Yeah, and the reason you say lean muscle tissue is because we try to typically do it in a slow incremental way. Mm. So the reverse diet and the way I do it with my clients is let's say they've just finished their fat loss phase and let's say their calorie deficit calories were 1,400, for example. We would then gradually start to increase their calories back up week by week. What we don't do, or some coaches out there might do it differently, but what I do personally is not just say, right, now we're going to eat 2,000 calories because if you do that, it's going to be quite a shock to the body. You've just been in a calorie deficit and that food is more likely to go to fat gain rather than building muscle. And I think, you know, people commonly associate a bulk or or reverse diet with um, dirty bulking, Mm. which a lot of people can end up slipping into if they don't track regularly. I did, like without even thinking of it. Mm. I wasn't tracking what I was doing last year. Um, I was kind of gain-taining, which is another sort of word for um for not really sort of tracking too much what i was eating just eating a lot <laughs> yeah um the idea was to sort of maintain the size that i had the muscle that i had but also potentially gain a little bit so mm. that's what i'd possibly 
class as a bit of a as a as a bulk with like a or a reverse diet with like a sort of very small surplus. Yeah, but and then that, I, you I, can control that. I stopped tracking, and it very quickly turned into a bit of a dirty bulk where I was just sort of eating whatever yeah. I wanted to eat, and with that, I ended up putting on more fat than yeah. I probably wanted to. Because you end up not eating necessarily the right foods, but that can yeah. be quite easy because. As you as your calories start to increase, so you're increasing gradually each week, maybe by 100 calories a week, depending on what's happening with your weight. That's why you do it slowly to minimize fat gain. But it gets to a point where if the calories are pretty high, it can be hard to yeah. get that food in by only eating, quote unquote, clean, clean food. food. Yeah, absolutely. It gets to the point where you're like, I've got like 700 calories left today. I'm going to have to have a pizza and chips. And then it becomes... Yeah, you're not every quite day. Eating the right food every day, you're then and, sort of eating, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Oh, I just need. I've got an extra two hundred calories. I'll have a chocolate bar in mm-hmm. the evening because it's quick and it's. Easy and then before to get you know in. it, every night you're having a chocolate bar mm-hmm. in the evening. Then it's then it's two chocolate bars. Yeah, and then your calories go up again. And you're struggling and to eat them. Also, you sort of think, "Well, I can probably have that because." I'm on a bulk, so yeah. Like if I, I go, if I go over, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, because I'm trying to eat more food. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. It's not, but like that is, like you say, is when it can get a little bit more yeah. towards your gaining fat than gaining muscle. But obviously, as we spoke about on this podcast before, you cannot build muscle without food, really, yeah. because that's how the muscle tissue grows. It helps fuel it. So protein, carbs, fats, it, it's yeah. all necessary. I uh, speaking of that, I w- watched a really interesting video on like a study done on um on bulking and sort of what the difference is between a clean bulk and a um dirty bulk were and the the benefits from a dirty bulk so you actually in the study the participants on a dirty bulk grew more muscle lean muscle mass than those who were on a clean bulk interesting but it was negligible compared to the amount of fat that they put on during that period as well. Mm. So although, you know, of those participants who took part in the study, although they did increase their muscle mass more, they also gained gained a hell of a lot more fat than the other people. Yeah, and then that becomes a lot harder to To get get rid of. But that's why we go through these cycles because, you know, if you want to build that physique that's kind of toned and defined you need to have muscle yeah so you want to go through the phase of building that muscle and then what normally happens is you then cut so then you shred off the fat that you might have gained during that bulk to show off the muscle that you've built so that's why people kind of cycle around cutting and bulking but it's quite it's it obviously comes from a sort of bodybuilding mm. backgrounds where people would cut for a show and then they'd need to put on more muscle for the show the next like in year so in their off season so post-show they'd have a you know a, a bulking phase and that could be several months it could be several years depends on obviously how much muscle mass they they feel they need to put on in in what areas and um and then on the back of that as you said they'd they'd then cut again mm. um so and obviously you yeah. can just maintain like if you're happy with yeah. where you're at you can just eat your maintenance calories and that can be that but for me I don't I don't have enough I don't have as much muscle on my body as I would like I'm not as strong in the gym as I would like hence when January came around I was like I'm not going to just diet because everyone else is dieting yeah well, I want to commit myself we to sat there muscle. we sat there didn't we and we worked out your what your goals were we mm. looked at a time frame worked out windows of of phases that we could put implement and you were like okay right well let's bulk then for the first bit mm-hmm. so that was that was your plan I, I was I was the opposite I was like I've got time to cut here and then I'll have a bit of a maintenance phase and then mm-hmm. I'll cut again I think yeah and ideally like I probably would have started the bulk a bit more seriously in like September October because the longer you can do it the better really yeah I've not given myself as much time as I would have liked but I can do that next year what would you say then are the um, the negative connotations mm. surrounding a bulk or a reverse diet? Look, a bulk, a reverse diet, whatever you want to call it, is not easy. I think obviously a fat loss phase is not easy either. Neither are easy, but people often think a reverse diet is going to be easy because you get to eat more food. You do, like it's great, but... 
it's more of a mind game. I I, I was going to say diet. I completely agree. I think I think if you're cutting or dieting, that is typically just generally harder mm. because the further you Probably get into the further you get into it, the more exhausted you are. You do mm. get tired. You struggle. You get hungry. I mean, the hunger subsides a little bit, but then your coach will then drop your calories again, mm. and you're going you've got to do more as well you've got cardio cardio. yeah keeping active like Mm. and that all helps obviously you don't have to do all those things but they help if you want like you could just drop your calories by a couple of hundred calories from your maintenance you will lose weight but it's going to take a uh, it's going to take a lot longer time and eventually it's going to start plateauing a little Mm. bit so that's very difficult in the in the sense that i think it's it's very draining a cut mm. a bulk is definitely a mind game it's it very is. it's very much a you have to f- constantly fight yourself with the uh, i don't need to eat more than i need to eat body image issues start coming into it a lot because yep. you start looking at yourself going your body oh, changes i look fat even if like you're like a couple of weeks in you might be st- yep. going like oh i like i feel bloated all the time mm. or i just don't feel good mm-hmm. or or whatever even if your weight stayed the same like i have it with my clients a lot you know my clients that are reverse dieting they they start you they get to the point where do you know the one thing i would say if you're going to do a reverse diet and this if you take anything from this get comfortable with being uncomfortable because 100%. a reverse diet is not a comfortable thing to do once you start getting you know i'm not talking just eating like 1700 800 calories when you start pushing the calories i'm talking for women here obviously past 2000 for me is quite a lot like last time i did it my calories were high and it was hard to eat yeah. that much food and like you say it becomes a mind game your body starts to change you feel quite bloated a lot of time because you're eating a lot of carbohydrates you're you're retaining a lot of water none of my jeans fit me anymore i remember trying to get my jeans on i literally couldn't get them over my calves and then i couldn't get them over my bum then i couldn't get them off had to buy all new jeans <laughs> but that meant something was happening it was working what i was doing you know if you do a reverse diet and everything stays the same your weight stays the same you don't gain any fat chances are you're not building muscle either you're yeah, just staying you're the probably, same you're probably not in i mean you know we know muscle lean muscle weighs more than fat yeah and um you know there's loads of machines you can step on these days which will tell you your body fat percentage tell you your lean muscle mass and proper scans you can do that yeah, give you proper proper ones are you know better to do, aren't yeah they, of but. course they are of course they are but um typically they're quite costly or you've you got to have a reason to do them so um but knowing all that information is is useless unless you're able to actually act on it. Mm. You know, knowing how much lean muscle mass you have and going, yeah, like I've got this much lean muscle mass. But then if your body fat percentage is way higher and like, you know, in the over over percentile and your lean muscle mass is in the under percentile, it's knowing that, okay, well, I've got to strip some fat down first before I'm even going to mm. see any, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's another really good point actually is that not always, but typically we would prefer to start a reverse diet from a leaner physique, from a lower body fat percentage. So if, I, I know I always say clients, but that's... Yeah, that's what, that's what I do with mine, to. yeah. Um, you know, if a client comes to me and says, I really want to build muscle, I want to get strong, that's great. And I'm not necessarily just going to go, no, we're not doing that. But I will need to look at their photos and then decide what process we need to do first to get them the best results. Because typically better results will come from that leaner physique so we might do a fat loss phase first shred some body fat even if it's only eight weeks or so yeah just a short fat loss phase tidy things up and then start the reverse diet typically you will probably get better results doing it that way unless you start from a leaner physique and then just go straight in if you want to um but yeah it's 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 tough it's tough to eat more it's tough to get your head around the fact that you're not trying to lose weight that the scale weight isn't going to be going down and that you're not in a calorie deficit anymore. Yeah. Uh, just going back on the, the one, I think from a coaching's perspective as well, that first initial cut before you do a bulk gives an idea of what what areas we need to bring up. Mm. So you can't always see that if there's excess body fat. Um, you can't always see, you know, if you've got really good delts, but not very good back muscles. I don't know, like it could be, could be anything. 
you can't necessarily see what muscles are actually popping a little bit more than others mm-hmm. if there's a bunch of body fat on, yeah. on top of it. So it, bringing that body fat down <clears> and then obviously looking and, and, and working a plan exactly on how we're going to bring up those other body parts, whether it's training them more or training the other ones less, however you want to do it. Um, that gives us an idea of obviously how we can go ahead and, and achieve the goals yeah. that people set out and also you know if someone inquires for coaching and says I feel really insecure I hate what I look like I, I can't look in the mirror I can't wear the clothes I want to wear you know it's not going to make sense to be like okay we're going to go into a reverse diet yeah, yeah. that's going to make you feel worse because you're going to eat lots of food probably get quite bloated no obviously the logical thing is to lose that body fat and make you yeah. feel great about yourself before we do that but it's just it's important to know that you don't have to spend your whole life in a calorie deficit to maintain your results. You can maintain your fat loss results by just slowly and, and come out of the calorie deficit slowly and just kind of maintain. It doesn't even have to be that you go into a surplus, but you don't have to be in a calorie deficit forever. No, of just course to not. Stay and that's not lean. sustainable because you're no. more likely to break that, that mm. those habits. If, it, if any exhausting. of your phases are too long, you're mm. more likely to break them yeah it's very difficult and we you know when we were over the sort of christmas period and just before that we had a lot of social events on and we were both kind of going oh yeah we're bulking we're bulking but i think for us it was it was a bit of an excuse to Mm. just kind of go we're gonna just like we know at this the the weekends we're just going to enjoy ourselves and and i'm not gonna think we weren't doing that no of course no no um but we just weren't tracking. The point is, yeah, we weren't tracking, so it's easy to then slip up and then but have that extra little bit, have that, you know, go overboard just a tiny bit, and you're not, you haven't got an idea necessarily of how many calories you're eating. Yeah, and that can quite easily increase the body fat on you without mm, giving you the you. giving you the the sort of muscle mass that you're looking for. And but I think also like it's 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 actually also okay to not track you know, 365 days of the year. 100%. We didn't really have like specific goals that we really wanted to achieve. So we weren't tracking, but yeah, we definitely don't feel as great as we did when we were tracking. We are both back to it now for two weeks. We've both been tracking every single thing we eat and it feels good to know what you're putting in your body. And as we've, as we've spoken about before, that has a direct impact on your sleep, your digestion, your training and your overall just mentality you're going to feel better yeah. if you know what you're putting in your body so yeah i mean you don't always have to be tracking if you don't have a goal or you're just happy to yeah absolutely be intuitive that's fine but so here's a question for you would you do cardio on a bulk or a reverse diet do you know what it's a really good question because when i bulked last year or even the year before maybe i did keep Mm. I think like one 30 minute cardio session yeah just for like general cardiovascular health, health. Yeah, yeah. yeah and also when you're in a reverse, reverse diet and you don't I don't I'm actually a very sweaty person like yeah, when I yeah, train yeah. I hate it when people are like oh you haven't trained very hard you're not very sweaty I'm just not a very sweaty person I sweat just walking into the gym sometimes. yeah I know you do but what's interesting is lately I haven't been sweating as much as I used because to because you've lost some body fat yeah, probably. And that, and that's, that's you know, I haven't got as much water in my body and mm. I'm not holding as much in, in in terms of, you know, water retention. So that, that could possibly be yeah. a reason. I'm also a lot more conscious of how much I'm drinking throughout the day at the mm. moment. So that's also probably helping. Yeah. But yeah, I um, sometimes it's nice to just s- sweat. And yeah. like cardio obviously makes me sweat, but lifting weights, I I do sweat a little bit, but not yeah, nowhere yeah, yeah, near yeah. it. Like you have like a wet back. <laughs> Sorry, that's quite gross, but like that's not it's a bad true. thing. It's no, legit. It's 100%. But yeah. I, I don't. So sometimes you can just feel like, I just need to sweat. Like I just want to have a really good workout where I feel out of breath and yeah. I'm sweating. Um, and as I said, it's good for health. But at the same time, you have to be aware. You're burning you're, calories. You're burning calories and you're trying to eat more. And if yeah. my weight you know i've been bulking for only two weeks now but my scale weight's been going down so i don't want to make it went down then it's gone up from last week hasn't it but it's still down from what it was the week before when it started it's still down yeah so by like by like negligible amounts but it's yeah it's interesting yeah but you know i i don't want to i've only got 10 weeks in this bulk i don't want i don't want to make it any harder for myself than it already is to eat enough food yeah 
I want to make sure as much as I it's a bit gross to be like I'm just not going to do cardio for 10 weeks I am doing little bits here and there like 10 minute stairmaster maybe once or twice a week but and that's going to be what like 100 calories or so burnt yeah, it's, it's nothing really so but... so you know that's that's the case of okay on those days where you do maybe it's just a case of having a little bit extra food yeah just to like and I mean like a tiny bit extra food mm. just to sort of up it that yeah. extra squares bar or something for your pre just so you've got the energy getting through it and stuff but it yeah it's interesting I think it's kind of because a case-by-case basis isn't it because most people you know the the norm is if you're bulking oh you can't do cardio if you're bulking it's mm. like it's just you know it's destroying your gains man like that's mm. the the proper bros gym bro sort of ideal ideology of it and most most people would probably share the same opinion there Mm. but yeah i i think it's nice to continue doing something just for the health reasons alone yeah why this always so doing cardio helps your cardiovascular system Mm. which helps get the nutrients around your body Mm. which helps promote muscle growth so if you're trained if you've got a very good cardiovascular system and your blood can pump you know you can pump your blood from to to muscles that you are training mm. they're going to grow more mm. again another study full of the studies today i know i don't know Who why is this guy? i don't read um so there's a scientific journal that published a study on two twins identical twins are you just like picking these out of like yeah just knowledge this one time at uni i read this study yeah basically <laughs> this, this is from my uh from when i did my masters um so there's these twins who did um identical twins they weighed them obviously all at the start and everything like that sorry to interrupt but i'm pretty sure there's a new netflix thing that's come out on that it's, it's called you are what you eat and it's two twins that have obviously just eaten I, I haven't read into it but i saw it the other day interesting Sounds so, similar. so basically they trained them the same way one of them they were both bulking one of them did cardio and the other one didn't mm. the one who did cardio grew more lean muscle mass yeah that makes sense and it was same exercise program they're eating exactly the same foods every day and interesting they they reckon the study kind of concluded that the reason why is because their cardiovascular system was better than their twin so their wow. body was able to promote blood flow to the muscles they were training, which helped them grow. That is really now, interesting. There obviously could be many other reasons why why that was the case, mm. but that's that's obviously still what interesting. They, yeah. But then I guess also you have to consider like how much cardio are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Of Sometimes course. I have clients who we've decided we are building muscle. Like yeah. you're really, really lean. Right, we, it's time to kind of go through the reverse diet. But they still want to do like four runs a week, and I'm like you're yeah, going to be burning and, but, a lot of calories and I understand that because a lot of the time that the training they're doing especially like running if you're if you're really into running you've obviously got like a um something wrong with you no I'm joking <laughs> I'm joking if you're really into running a lot of people will have their sort of reasons for that like they want to beat their like they're running 5k's or 10k's and they want to beat their time so yeah. they're getting into that point where they're running four times a week yeah, you don't want to stop you don't want to stop yeah. and and you feel fit and healthy and and i completely understand that but just know that if you also then want to grow muscle you're probably hurting your chances of growing better muscle because yeah. you're burning more calories you're not gonna be the chances are you won't be in a surplus anymore you're probably yeah. still in a calorie deficit and then you have to eat more and you have that's, to eat a lot more that's that's hard it can yeah. be very hard and like your body you know training doing a lot of cardio eating a lot less food is again, really really stressful on the body again it sounds so like you know when Don't you see I wasn't, these i wasn't in the middle of a sentence it's sorry fine. sorry i was gonna say you know when you see see those like 10,000 calorie challenges and you look at it and you're like 10,000 calorie challenge like that doesn't sound too hard and you see what they're eating and it's all like pizzas I and think that sounds hard I don't um yeah it's because you're six right, foot like five five thousand calorie challenge or something like that you, you could eat five thousand calories in a day mm. like but if I was like here's a pizza eat this large Domino's pizza which is like two thousand two thousand calories Whoa. for for dinner here's a tub of ice cream dairy free don't worry um you know that's that's thousand calories whatever you you'd get those numbers up quite quickly if it was i couldn't but over yeah. a day over a day you could i think maybe you could but quite i easily... actually can't eat that much like I, I can eat a lot of food but like like say for ice cream 
couple of scoops is enough for me. Like it's I enough, but you, ice cream's so easy to just consume a whole time. Yeah, and like you could go to Nando's and quite easily have like two thousand calories. Like the chips are nearly a thousand calories. Yeah, on their own. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, and that's the point. Like, how easy is it to if you were doing a dirty bulk to get mm. those calories up? Yeah. But when you're talking about clean no, it's hard. food. It's so difficult. Yeah. I don't think people quite understand how much rice and yeah, I pasta was, and um, stuff you need. Speaking to someone that you work Chicken. with and she said that she when she was bulking, she was eating like 3,000 calories. She's not, you know, she's smaller than me. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of food and she literally made herself intolerant to foods because she ate so much of so much rice, so much potatoes, so much yogurt because she was trying to do it in the yeah. cleanest way possible. So there's lots of different ways to do it. Ultimately, I would say the most important thing to do, if you can, you guys know what I'm going to say, is have support, do it with a coach, not only for the expertise and the knowledge that they will give you, but also the support, the mental support. Hopefully your coach gives that. I definitely do with my clients because they'll come to me and say, oh no, I feel like I'm putting on weight. I feel really fat. I feel bloated. That's when your coach needs to get your photos up side by side and actually look at things logically and say, you haven't look at the photos yeah. you haven't gained fat look at the scale weight you haven't gained fat it plays on your mind and it can make you just want to revert back to what you know which is probably a calorie deficit so yeah if you can i would say get help through a reverse diet because it's we don't just help with fat loss we help with building muscle too yeah i completely agree we're there to support the whole journey whatever yeah. you, whatever your goals are did we answer that do we i guess we kind of yeah is that everything we wanted to talk about? I think size? so. Like, I think I think that's sort of rounded off quite nicely. Have we got any and questions? like, obviously, if anyone has has any questions regarding reverse diets or bulking or anything like that, just send them over. Yep. Um, we're more than welcome to, more than welcome, more than, more happy. than happy to sort of go into it again if anyone needs. Um, I have actually got one story and one question. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, the story isn't very long, okay. but it is, is it someone I know. Uh, no. Hmm. So, I won't say the name because, not that it's like a thing, but they don't need to be called out. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, so, I went to the gym and went to go fill up my... you're talking to the mic, your your head's down. I'm literally talking to the mic. You can see... Last week when you went like that, it went really quiet. You can see. Yeah, I know, but your head's down. Okay, but you can see. Okay. Carry on. I'll start again. I went to the gym and went to fill up my water bottle and there were pomegranate seeds just scattered all over the floor of the gym near the water fountain. Okay. Dozens of them. I noticed they formed a loose trail which I followed to the entrance of the women's changing room. (laughs) As you do, follow a pomegranate trail. I could go no further. A mystery for another day. Yeah, that was it. I was like, that was so random. That is really. But that would be that is quite weird. (laughs) That's annoyed me. Like, I thought the the mystery just never got solved. Yeah, I guess they just carried on their train, and they were like, "Well, I just love that they went "Hmm, trail pomegranates. Wonder where that leads, and then just started following pomegranates around the gym. What? That is so. What shocked me is someone's just discarded a load of pomegranate seeds on the floor were they like having flavored water like was maybe it one of those maybe things? it's like spilled out but or how something. has it all come out i don't know like shaped your maybe bottle. they bought one of those little tubs of pomegranate seeds and they were gonna oh. have them on a salad or something oh must be that like but in then M&S. but yeah. then for it to like all fall on the floor like in a loose trail it must have been falling out of their bag slowly i just love that they went a mystery for another day a mystery, yeah <laughs> It was the, uh, I followed them to the entrance of the women's change room. I, I could, could go, go no, no further. further. <laughs> I feel like that person's just written a novel. Yeah, I know. I could go no further. It's good, wasn't it? That was good. Thanks for sharing that. Okay. And um, the question for the day uh, is from Les. Shout out to Les. I know he, I know he listens to a few. He's commented on some of the uh, oh, podcasts before. Yeah. Is this from our Gym Couple podcast Instagram? Yes. Okay, because I was going to say I forgot to check that. At that Gym Couple podcast. Yes. On Instagram. Yes. Um, so it wasn't, he actually, I then reposted it and he sent it for my, my um, the details don't matter. thing, Callum Treacher underscore coaching on Instagram. Um, 
so he said how do you keep motivated going to the gym and training we don't no we don't um the short answer is we don't we motivation comes and goes and that's a really hard thing to to stay on top of there are so many days of the week where i can't be bothered to train mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, the last thing i could think about doing right now is going to the gym and training or luckily you're already there yeah a lot of the time i'm already there or you've um you're halfway through a session and you look at what you've got next and you're like oh i really like why have i why have i programmed this for myself i hate it mm. i hate it i'm not doing it i don't want to do it or cardio afterwards really don't want to do cardio today but i need to and that's the point mm. i need to it's disciplined i i haven't i haven't stopped and you know and and given in to my my own sort of thoughts and opinions on my training like i've i've that's a, the dedication and the discipline mm. of me trying to set out to achieve what i want to achieve and yeah of course there's days where we're going to slip up and of course there's days where um the motivation's going to drop and you just don't feel like you're in it or you you feel like you're having a shit session or whatever it is but that's the whole point that's why we're there it's dedication discipline yeah. it's i think the one most valuable thing you could probably learn on your fitness journey is that you cannot rely on motivation if you rely on motivation if we all relied on motivation to get our workouts done we'd probably only get half of them done maybe because with some days we're motivated some days we're not maybe you're motivated on a Monday then Friday comes around and you don't think about it for the weekend like it's not motivation it's that emotion that's attached to the goal that you have that's what you need to get in tune with like you need to say sit down with yourself and go why like what what's the point in me doing this well if there is no point you're not going to do it but if it's because you feel really shit about yourself you hate looking at yourself in the mirror clothes don't fit right it's affecting your self-esteem that's why you go because that will continue to stay the same if you don't change anything so remind yourself why this is important to you why you want it and that will get you there if you're sat on the sofa and you're like oh I just really can't be bothered but then you say to yourself but wait if I don't go and do this, I'm going to continue to feel this way. If I do go, that's one step closer to my goal. One step to changing my life, to feeling happier, to being more confident, whatever it is, that's what gets you there. And that's what gets us there. It's because we have goals we want to achieve and we're really in like, our reason why we do it is we remind ourselves of it every single day. Yeah. And that's what gets us there, not motivation. Motivation gets you to the porch. Discipline gets you through the door. Love that. So it's just a case of, you know, motivation is only going to get you so far and it might get you to the gym every day, Mm. you know, but then actually eventually there's going to be points where you're like, I'm not motivated for this. Mm. I've had a long day. I'm tired. I just want to rest. But then it's the discipline that kicks in and goes, no, like just do it. Yeah. And then it's done. Do it every time. Never regret a workout. You always walk out feeling better than you, whatever you end up doing. Even if you go and you go, do you know what? I don't have the energy. I've I've definitely regretted some workouts before. Yeah, some, but But it releases some hormones. You will feel better. Even if you decide to not do weights that day and just do cardio, even just do some steps. What do we say to ourselves? Like we, you know, if we're both having a terrible day and the other one, you know, we're like, oh, I just really don't have the motivation to train today. We say five exercises. Yeah. Just do five exercises. And more often than not, we'll get about three exercises in and you're going, well, oh, I feel kind of good today. It's actually the best session of the week. I'll just hit a PB. Yeah. So, and, and that's all it takes. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're, you're flying through the rest of your session and you're, you're loving life. Yeah. And then you leave and you go, what was wrong with me earlier? Don't give in. Yeah. Keep going. So I hope that um, answers your question, Les. Yeah, I hope that helps. And that's how it works for us anyway. Yes. Obviously, don't take what we say as gospel. It's just our own opinion and experiences. But yeah, I think that's the end of the episode. Time flies again. Yeah. Do you know what we have to stop doing? What's that? Not eating before the podcast because all we talk about is food. I am starving. I'm starving. What are we having for dinner? Um... Fake way Nando's? Uh, Nando's? 
I would love a Nando's. No, I think uh, I think we're going to cook something up. I've got some chicken sausages that need eating. We make some lovely recipes, by the way. Like we yeah. made a chicken burger on the weekend. People always say to me, "Oh, but I just love a takeaway." So do I. Mm-hmm. But they make me feel like shit. So we make our own at home. And my bank hates me when I buy oh, takeaways. Exactly. We've just like done a massive sp- food shop and then you, you go and get a takeaway. You spend 40 quid on a takeaway and you're and like... it's not even that good and then yeah. you feel awful the next Especially day. Especially and it's cold and oh, yeah. they miss something and you... No, we just make oh. them at home. It's fun. Like we can make it hit our calories and macros. Tastes amazing. Yeah. Just have to be a little bit more experimental, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and there's so many resources out there now that you can find and people are doing... Just just Google healthy fake away. Yeah. Bam. There you go so many good um, ones it's it's definitely worth doing if you like a little treat and 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 that's it you just do it like a treat do it like you would do for a for a takeaway if it gets to a friday and you always get like a takeaway with your family well, maybe try cooking something it's yeah. it's it's not they're, they're very easy they're very straightforward if you've got kids get the kids involved yeah, as well maybe do like a make your own pizza night and then everyone gets to choose their base and you yeah. can you can buy like like pre-made dough obviously yeah. so then you know, like we do activity it, night. we do it with flatbreads don't we yeah um you know exactly or or let's say you've got uh you know your kids love a mcdonald's you could probably make like yeah. a you know your your own chicken nuggets with cor- um cornflakes crushed up and stuff mm. on bits of chicken like it takes a little bit more effort but they'll love it though they'll have it. so much fun doing it mm. maybe yeah. we can go into that in a bit more detail in another episode cheat meals and fake ways oh that's a good shout yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thanks uh, for listening for 10 whole episodes. Yeah, 10 episodes. Can't believe it. Jesus. Um, once again, uh, as I said last week, if you do get the chance and you've listened this far, we'd love it if you could share this podcast with one person, friend or family member, um, and hopefully they then do the same. Um, get something from it. Obviously, please please share it with people who actually might enjoy not just random people um but we we enjoy doing this every single week and we want to continue doing that so um if any of you have any gym stories or questions to shoot our way as always we love to hear them so find us on social media um facebook tiktok instagram at that gym couple podcast and youtube as well is at that gym couple podcast and you can listen to us on spotify and apple music hearts apple, apple podcast sorry not apple music we don't make songs yet yeah i think they get the picture and yeah um hopefully we uh catch you next week yeah thank, thank you. you very much bye, bye.